Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Todd from Pennsylvania. You can find me on Twitter at T-O-D-F-R-O-M-P-A, Todd from PA with one D. And if you hit me up, I will certainly hit you back. And thank you for following me. Uh, my partner, the Mauler, is with me today. Mauler, you can find him at, uh, at Motown Mauler. I, I know he has another way of getting him, but that's the easiest way to remember it, to get him on Twitter. Mauler, how are you today? Uh, I'm decent. You know, the uh, DraftKings 1099 came in the mail today, so that's kind of a kick in the butt to start the day. But, uh, hey, it's better than well, not getting it's only one, right? because you made so much last year. Yeah, yeah. It's going to hurt my uh, when I go get my taxes done tomorrow. But, hey, you got to do what you got to do. Absolutely. And uh, they did do just on your net winnings, right, not your total? Correct. Oh, because I know that that was an issue out there that some people were worrying about. Um, I saw one person especially tweeting about how they thought that might change the way they had done it in the past. That's why they were late. But uh, good news to hear that that wasn't the case. Yeah, I didn't. uh, I probably would have sent it back to him if it was the gross. Um, So I'm just I'm thankful it was the net and. I can go get my stuff taken care of tomorrow and kind of start a new year. Yeah, that uh, that definitely, definitely, definitely would have been gross. <laughs> All right, so that's why I waited because I was trying to find my rim shot. So um, we got a question from uh, a fan. We actually have a fan. And he asked a question about process. And I told him that we would probably want to do a whole episode on process. If you've ever listened to me interview uh, anyone, you'll know that I kind of try and go a little bit deeper than perhaps uh, normal and to figure out why people do what they do, not just what they do. Um, but uh, in the meantime, we might talk a little bit about process. By the way, Mauler, did you hear? Um, I've got a special guest tomorrow on the podcast. Yeah, it's one of our 
favorite guys to read, and um, he was our favorite guy from the conference. Uh, GM to win is going to be on tomorrow, and I think that's amazing. I love listening to him. I love reading his articles. And, uh, you know, he's one of the good guys in our game. He's one of the best players, and he's one of the best minds. So I think that's a hit for you, and I'm I'm going to be definitely tuning in tomorrow. Yeah, uh, and uh, we're going to be covering some things that perhaps you haven't um, heard from JM. Uh, we will be covering a little bit about his history. He is an author. We'll do a little bit talking about books. Um, we are also going to be, you know, how he always talks about, you hear it all the time, he talks about how he will go through and pull up the winners from the night before and kind of analyze their their lineup. So he has agreed to join me in, you know, we're actually going to pull up a lineup from the night before. Hopefully he pulls up my lineup uh, because I win tonight with you. And, uh, and then I could tell him I had no idea. And, uh, you know, so then we'll pull up another name. But, uh, no, we're going to allow him the opportunity to sh- teach us to fish rather than giving us a fish. And we'll break down kind of how he looks at a winning lineup and how he actually uses that to get better at daily fantasy sports. I thought that was pretty interesting, don't you? Yeah, just like his, you know, how we kind of worked backwards at the conference on uh, how he goes through his NFL process. That was so helpful. And, you know, uh, any information that you get from these guys that are good at what they do, you know, I consider myself good. But I think it's it's like anything that you do in life that you want to get better at. You just kind of keep keep learning, see what works for you, see what doesn't. But you're always listening and trying to find new new avenues. And, and that I would say that is my number one thing that I want to do on our podcasts. Um, the overall podcast in general is to kind of dig a little deeper into the mindset of people's process, not just go over the process but practical application. So I'm excited about that. And then JM to win and I will actually be making a live lineup as well. And that should be fun. So, but the question we got today, I I definitely digressed. The question we got today was from Reed on Twitter and he wanted to know a little bit about our process. And again, I think that's something that we should absolutely do an hour on and really get into it. But for now, just to help him out, Mauler, why don't you take us through a little bit of your daily process and how you get ready for a night of fantasy sports? Well, since we're in basketball season right now, I'll, I'll discuss basketball. And the first thing I do is I always have injuries in the back of my mind, but the first thing I do is look at the games and I don't look at the biggest lines. I, I look at them personally and how I feel the outcome is going to be that day before I go into any Vegas line because I don't want to be swayed. So the first thing I do is look, you know, at each game, go through it. How's this going to play out? Um, is it going to be a blowout? Are, are teams on back-to-backs, et cetera? Then I look at the Vegas line, see how close I am, see if there's any huge difference from what I think to what Vegas thinks. And then you move on from there looking at trends, um, you know, just different different avenues of research, um, projections, and, and things like that. 
Awesome. All right. So uh, we'll go into that a little deeper at, a, at another time. But thank you, Reed. And if anyone else has any questions or things that they want to be covered on our pods, always feel free to engage the mauler or myself. And at the very least, we'll probably do a little blurb on it. But this one, I think, definitely deserves an episode. I know as a new player this year, I've developed the process. So I think your process will be good for a little bit of the more advanced player. And then my process will hopefully help those who are first getting into the hobby uh, to do a little better. So we're going to tackle a 10-game slate in the NBA tonight. We'll be playing both uh, FanDuel and DraftKings together. And we will make these lineups concurrently, and we'll see how it goes. We'll use our friends at Fantasy Labs or actually Roto-Grinder since it's free and we're not giving any info out. Uh, we'll use Roto-Grinder's free tool to kind of look at the difference in salary to see if one guy is better on one site versus the other. Um, and, and since we kind of had a little bit, I won't say an issue, uh, but it was funny in our last pod, everyone loved James Harden and somehow we ended up with him out of our lineups. I think we'll start tonight by mentioning the guys that we really want to make sure are in at least one of these two lineups. So why don't you go first and give us kind of your core guys? Well, do you want to start on DraftKings or do you want to start with FanDuel? Because, you know, they're a little different for me. Well, why don't you do DraftKings and I'll do FanDuel? How does that sound? That sounds good. Um, well, I guess both sites, I really want LeBron in. Um, the news that Kevin Love is out gets a lot more usage for him and even Kyrie Irving, so he's my number one play of the night. Uh, he's not as expensive as Durant, Westbrook, Curry, and those guys, so um, I don't think uh, – you know, that should be an issue. And he's also playing up in pace against Washington. And I think it's about a 10-point spread, but I still think Washington could keep the game close to where LeBron plays in the fourth quarter. So he's my he's my number one pick of the night for both sites. And, and you know, that's who I would pencil in. Awesome. So for me, the number one guy is also a small forward. And uh, while I'm doing that, uh, I wanted to – well, I already did it, so I, I don't have to do it again. Well, uh, I, I looked at, and there's not a large sample size with Kevin Love out this year, but Kyrie Irving definitely had a much bigger uptick than LeBron. And I like LeBron too. Don't get me wrong. I think we should definitely have him in a lineup. But um, and he's not my number one choice of the night. But Kyrie Irving, I think he gets a lot more usage. And his salary is... You know, he Way got down. up as high. Yeah, he got up as high as eight, and now he is seven thousand on FanDuel and seventy five hundred on DraftKings. Um, so on FanDuel, I think I definitely would like Kyrie in the lineup, and then the other guy who I would definitely want in at least one of our lineups is the Greek Freak Giannis. Um, he is 8,300 on FanDuel and 7,700 on DraftKings, so probably a better play on DraftKings. But I love that Minnesota game against Milwaukee. 
Um, and the other game that I'm really kind of focusing on, because there's a lot of games with high totals, the other game that I'm really intrigued by is Brooklyn and the Nuggets. Uh, the, the Nuggets are favored by five points. You're not going to have too many games like that. Um, they're both about even in pace. But I think just the fact that this game could be close all the way to the end, I think there's going to be some Nuggets and Nets. So my, the, I definitely have my eye on some Nuggets and Nets. I have my eye on uh, Giannis and Kyrie Irving. And then the next question I have for you, Mauler, is who do you like at center? Um, the reason I ask is because there's a lot of really interesting guys at center tonight. Well, I like uh, one guy from the top price tier, and I like one guy from, we'll call it the middle price tier. And the, the top guy is uh, Carl Anthony Towns, and the middle price guy is Alex Lynn again. He's, um, he's been playing very well, and his price isn't going up too much. He's hit his six times value um, each of the last three nights and uh, five of the last six. So um, I like Alex Lynn, and then I like Carl Anthony Towns, but – I mean, I would I would much rather play Lynn and save the the twenty five hundred dollars, but it all depends on you know what your lineup's looking like. Absolutely. So when we look at um, salary, Carl Anthony is eighty nine hundred on FanDuel, eighty two hundred on DraftKings. So obviously, probably like him a little better on DraftKings, especially since you can play two centers. Um, Alex Len is 5,300 on FanDuel, 5,700 on DraftKings. Um, so obviously a little bit better on FanDuel. So the other guys that I really like today are Al Horford. He is 7,800 on FanDuel, 7,400 on DraftKings, playing the Lakers, um, he has been averaging 5.9 more minutes a game over the last five games, and he's scored 10 more fantasy points playing the 28th-ranked DVP against the center position. Um, I like that a lot. And then at the lower price, I also like um, Mr. Len, and I definitely would like to get him in a lineup. So, why don't we go now and uh, look to lock up the center position for now? Um, Horford is – what do you think of Horford? I don't mind Horford. I like uh, his production. I just worry about them trying to rest the guys tonight because I don't think there's any chance that the Lakers keep it close tonight, and that kind of worries me. Even though they're at home, they're still not very good. And, you know, the Hawks – are, are kind of, you know, picking up the pace a little bit. I know they lost to Golden State, but who doesn't? Um, but the Hawks have been picking it up, and I just I expect that game not to be very close. All right. So, for now, why don't we stick Len in FanDuel, and we'll stick Carl Anthony Towns in uh, DraftKings, and then we'll see how things go, uh, depending on lineups. I also like Hassan Whiteside against Philadelphia, um, but he's actually more money than uh, Towns on yeah. on DraftKings. Um, so I like yeah. him better. I mean, you know, well, we'll see how it goes. We could always put Len in utility 
on DraftKings and then use another center. So let's head to the point guard position where I wanted to stick in Kyrie Irving um, on DraftKings. And then we'll go to the small forward position where uh, I think both Giannis and LeBron were better priced. Let's see again. Let's look at LeBron. Yeah, I like them both. I've, I started three lineups already on DraftKings, and I think I have Giannis in all three. Yeah, so LeBron's about the same price, $200 difference, but Giannis is way cheaper on um, DraftKings. So I'm going to stick Giannis in on DraftKings and LeBron in on FanDuel, and we'll see how we go from there. So those are the guys that we definitely wanted in our lineups. They're in. They're not moving anywhere. Maybe they'll go to the other lineup. So I'm going to go over a couple of the other uh, point guard plays that I like today. I like Jeff Teague in a matchup where I think he's a pretty interesting tournament player um, playing against the Lakers. The Lakers have injuries at the guard position. And I also like Goran Dragic against Philadelphia. He's up to 6,500 on uh, FanDuel, but I like him a lot. Uh, I know a lot of people are on Ricky Rubio tonight against Milwaukee, but, you know, I could take or leave him. Moutier against Brooklyn, at, you know, I think that's a very solid guy. Uh, and on FanDuel for 4,300, I like Jared Bayless. Um, Isaiah Cannon is still interesting, but D'Angelo Russell playing at home with Kobe, Lou Williams, and Clarkson all hurt. I really like me some D'Angelo Russell again tonight. Who are your guard picks? Yeah, I love D'Angelo Russell just like you. I think he's in all my lineup so far. On DraftKings, I really love George Hill at 4900 uh, His price keeps dropping, and he has 30 to 35-point upside. Um, so I like him, uh, on, on FanDuel, um, I agree with Drogic. I like Kyrie Irving. Um, and then over on DraftKings, I think a sneaky play is Donald Sloan. The problem I have with that is he's the same price as George Hill. Um, and I think George Hill has a better upside, but I think Sloan might have a safer floor. So those are my, my point guard picks. Um, I agree with you. I have Russell all over the place. And then I like George Hill. And with the news that uh, Love is out, I agree with you. Irving's a pretty solid play, too. I mean, he's, he's one of those guys that can get you 50 actual points. Those guys, when they're 7,500, they're kind of a, a plug-and-play, you know? Yep. So I'm going to put Russell for now in FanDuel. And I'm going to put George Hill, even though he wasn't on my radar he is a pretty safe player, and I think he's going to be low-owned. Um, you know, at 4,900, we've already got um, the Greek Freak at 7-7 and Towns at 8-2. So we'll stick George Hill in at point guard, and we'll move uh, to shooting guard. So who are your plays at the shooting guard position? Well, there's a lot of value at shooting guard on – DraftKings, but up at the top, I like Chris Middleton first with DeMar DeRozan slightly behind him. If you move down a little bit, I like Victor Oladipo at home against the Suns. Um, and then as you go down, I like uh, 
Bojan Bogdanovic at 4,400, and Mario Hazonia, again, with the caveat that um, Evan Fournier is out. So if Fournier is out, I like uh, Hazonia again. And I might even play him if, if Fournier plays because they are playing Phoenix. We're guessing it's going to be a blowout. So, you know, I, I wouldn't mind playing him either way at 3,900. All right. So um, I like Middleton, but he's 7,900 on FanDuel, and we've got Giannis on DraftKings. So, I, 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 you know, and you know Middleton's my guy, one of my yes. core guys that I always seem to like. Um, I really, really like Zach Levine at 5,300 on FanDuel and 5,600 on DraftKings. Um, he's been a guy who, who, since he started, has been – you know, really doing a good job. And uh, hold on a second. Let's see. I want to look up his numbers. So on DraftKings points, last 10 games, so 30, 30, 34, 20, 27, 26, 26, 27, 24, 22. Very, very, very steady um, at 5,600 in a, in a game that could be a real back and forth game. He's my core kind of shooting guard today. I also um, I, I like Wayne Ellington at 3,800 and 3,700. And I think a sneaky guy, um, if you if you need money, is um, Nick Young. If all of the other people on the Lakers, the three guys are out, that could be sneaky later in the day. Keep an eye out for that. Uh, let's see. I thought I had another guy that I really liked, but um, my issue with Oladipo is that he is expensive on DraftKings. Um, he's cheaper on FanDuel, 66 versus 71. Uh, and and the blowout scares me. So I, I do like uh, Hazonia, and I love the Bogdanovich. I mean, I've been playing him uh, and I think that he is – I think if Fournier is out, a lot of people are going to be on Hazonia after the last game. It could be a blowout. And I, I think I like Bogon, uh, Bojan a little bit better than Hazonia tonight. Yeah, me too. Um, I think even with Fournier playing or not playing, I like Bojan better. He's been picking up the pace and rebounding. And like you said, that's kind of a game that we want to target. And if it's close – and, you know, he's out of foul trouble. He's he's very solid when he's in the game. Yeah, I'm going to stick him in both lineups. Uh, 4,000 on FanDuel and uh, 4,400 on DraftKings. And then we'll see what else happens. Um, so we'll go to um, the other pos- – now, we need a – a shooting guard on FanDuel. We need two of them. What do you think of Zach Levine there? I don't mind Zach Levine. Um, He might get some run even if it's a blowout. The person I really like on FanDuel is uh, Victor Oladipo. He's priced way better on FanDuel than he is for DraftKings. I think on DraftKings he's 71 or 7,200. On FanDuel he's only 6,600. And they are playing, I want to say, they're playing uh, at home against Phoenix. And 
you know, Phoenix isn't probably going to keep it close, but, uh, you know, Oladipo should definitely hit value. And he only needs 36, 38 points to hit the six-time uh, value point that we like to have for our GPP plays. Um, Would you, know, you Zach mind? Levine, it... I'm sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. Well, what Zach I was hoping Levine. was we could stick Levine in and then see where the shooting guard money is. I'm a little yep. concerned with the blowout. If they were on the road, I wouldn't be, but Phoenix has just been so bad. Yeah, they've been terrible. And the thing I like about Levine is his last three, he's gotten 30, 36, 41, and 39 minutes. So he's right. playing pretty much the whole game. So, yeah, I, I would love to have Zach Levine in. All right, so Levine's in. The other shooting guard is open. Uh, Oladipo, if we end up with that money, is a no-brainer. Um, if not, we'll just, you know, I, I think shooting guard to me is always the last position I want to fill. Maybe, shoot, you know, because it it, it, it really, I, I hate to pay up for them unless there's someone I love. So um, at small forward, we've got LeBron and Bogdanovich uh, on FanDuel. On DraftKings, we've got Giannis. Um, a couple other guys that I do like are Teletovich, I think, on FanDuel at 4,700. I like Bogo more, but uh, Teletovich, he's gotten pretty expensive on DraftKings. It's, uh, I, I've noticed that once these value guys get to like 5,500 and above, they're still carrying a pretty high ownership, and their upside isn't there as much. And I also like Luol Deng today. Um, he's been on a roll. Uh, who else do you like at the shoot, uh, small forward position in case we end up uh, wanting to stick someone in at the forward position that's still open on DraftKings? Yeah, I like uh, Teletovich as well. I think the best part is he's listed at power forward on FanDuel and only 4700 So if you're looking to save money, that's a, a great place to do it on FanDuel. But, um, you know, small forward, I, I agree. I like Luol Deng. Um, if Philly keeps it close, I think he's a great play. And Philly is at home, so we're hoping they do keep it close. So I like him. Um, and that's really that's really all for small forward. I think we did our part, you know, with uh, Bojan on, uh, on FanDuel and uh, the Greek Freak on DraftKings. And, you know, we have our options of Hazonia for, for FanDuel, and then we have LeBron up at the top. I wouldn't touch Carmelo. Uh, I think Paul George could be a decent play, but if, if you're going to pay 8500 for him, I think I'd rather pay the 8300 on FanDuel for the Greek Freak. And uh, so we're good on uh, small forward. Uh, another guy I like, he's on uh, $3,500 uh, on FanDuel, but I kind of like him more on DraftKings where he's still close to the minimum. Uh, Mike Scott tonight I think is very interesting. And, in what you know, if you think that game's going to be a blowout, Mike Scott has been averaging about 20 minutes a game, 21, 25, 18, 21, 19, 25, and 20. FanDuel points, 14, 14, 10, 14, 10, 21, 23. And I, I, I think for DraftKings, um, if we need some money, he's uh, one of the best punts on the night if you think that game's going to be a blowout. Yeah, I could see him as a punt. Um you know, just above a punt, I think uh, Tristan Thompson's a good play at power forward on DraftKings. Uh, Love's going to be out. So he'll probably start at power forward, but then he'll get probably the backup center minutes. 
So, you know, with that being said, um, I think he's a good play. We had 14 points, 11 rebounds last game out. Um, and, you know, it's going to be an up-and-down pace against Washington. I don't like playing centers against Gortat, but like I said, I imagine Thompson starts at the four with Mozgov at the five, which, you know, kind of opens him up for rebounds. And then as you move up towards the top, um, I'm comfortable with uh, Thaddeus Young and Aaron Gordon. Yep. Uh, for power forwards. Yeah, for power forwards. Okay. Uh, for me, for power forwards, I like Thaddeus Young in a tight matchup. I, I, I like him a lot. I like Aaron Gordon a lot. I think him being young, I, I, I trust him getting run more in a blowout than I would, say, in Oladipo. Um, I think that I also like, and God help me for saying it, Kenneth Fareed at uh, power forward. Marvin Williams is a real sneaky guy. Um, he's a stretch four. He's been red hot. And Miles Turner, you know, keeping him away from the basket, he's a shot blocker. I think Marvin is very sneaky tonight. I like Jabari Parker a lot. Uh, he's been on an absolute tear, but I wonder his skill sets might be offset by Georgie Jiang. Um so I'm I'm not I'm not 100% sold there. Marquee F. Morris kind of crapped the bed for us uh, the other night, and then as you said, Mirza Teletovic on Fanduel at 4,700. So any thoughts on what I just said? No, I, we're we're about in the same spot, and um, you know I didn't mention Mizra on Fanduel, but I think he's probably one of the best value plays of the night on Fanduel. Um, just because he's only 4,700 and he is getting starters minutes off the bench. And by golly, he chucks it. You know, if, if he's touching the ball, there's a good chance it's going up. And that, well, and with he also goals, gets it, his, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you, you, he also you gets the words his, right out my mouth. He gets rebounds. Yeah. Yeah. He gets some rebounds. And what I like about him is he does play, you know, late in the first quarter, so he's playing against second team guys. He always seems to build up, you know, a nice amount of fantasy points there. And then he'll play almost through the, you know, a lot of the second quarter and he'll be in the game at crunch time too. So at 4,700, I still think there's a lot of value for Mirza on fan on DraftKings. um, you know, is there any of the guys that we talked about that really jump out at you? I mean, I like Marvin Williams there at 5,800. And uh, there's not a lot of guys in the lower pricing other than Mike Scott that I'm interested in. No, Maybe favorite, Jonas Jurebko. My favorite power forward on DraftKings is Thad Young. Um, just for the fact that, that should be a close game and he's been pretty effective lately getting around 40 DraftKings points, and that puts us, you know, right at about the six six times mark. And I don't mind uh, Marvin Williams either. They're at home and they're favored. Um, and like you said, he can take advantage of the young fella. And he actually has 50-point upside, if you, you can believe it. He had 53 uh, against Indiana last time, and that was at Indiana. So we already saw what he can do against them. So I like Marvin Williams as well. All right, so I stuck both Young and Marvin Williams on DraftKings. 
And let's try and finish up the DraftKings lineup now. We've got $6,000 left for two positions. And what I'm wondering is if we bring Alex Len over from FanDuel, because we've got more money to spend on FanDuel. If we bring Alex Len over, that leaves 6400 for guard. And that would leave D'Angelo Russell, which I think is phenomenal. So Absolutely. then we... And then we take Len out on FanDuel and Russell out on FanDuel. What do you think about putting John Wall with Kyrie Irving? I think that's amazing. You know how I feel about Kyrie Irving's defense. Um, I, I'm laughing while I'm saying it, but I seriously think John Wall could go for 70 fantasy points today. Well, and – you know, the thing that's frustrating about John Wall is some games he seems to ha- uh, have things in another gear and other games he just seems to me to be, you know, not given the same, you know, it's like a car. He's just not getting into that fifth gear, but he does seem to turn it up into these marquee games. And I think having Kyrie Wall and LeBron all in that lineup, uh, I really like it. And then if we popped in, let's say, an Al Horford, we would have 5,800 left for shooting guard and power forward. We could go at power forward uh, for 5,900. We have Marvin Williams and Jabari Parker. So if we stick Marvin in again, that would leave us 57 for shooting guard. Eh, Joe Johnson, Brad Beal. Avery Bradley. Uh, I'm not Nothing loving good. that. No. What's that? Do we have Teletovich in that lineup? We do. If we put Len in both lineups just for shoots and giggles, that would leave us 8,200. We could put Chris Middleton at shooting guard. Yeah, I like that. Um, now, that leaves us uh, 300. We could also, if you want to be contrarian, I think a tremendous amount of people are going to be on um, Alex Len. And we talked about the Brooklyn-Denver matchup. Um, Nikola Jokic would fit in perfectly at 5,600. We've got Bojan in that game. Um what do you think about, uh, you know, since we have Len in the other lineup, well, what do you think about Jokic? Uh, I don't really like it just because um, the coach for Denver, some he, he just doesn't like Jokic for some reason. Um, two games ago, he only played him 11 minutes, and then the following game, he only gave him 19 minutes. Now, granted, in the 19 minutes, he got 25 DraftKings points, but I just get scared that Montgomery's not going to play him. And then, you know, if you lose one guy in basketball, then you're out of the cash. So that's what worries me about Jokic, and that's why I, I very seldom play him. All right. I'm okay with Alex Lennon, both lineups, if you are. The yeah, other I choices, am, absolutely. The other choices, just so we go over it, is Al Jefferson, Mason Plumley, and Ian Mahumini, uh at center. Yeah, no, I like Alex Lynn there because, you know, he even got garbage time minutes the other day. So, um, you know, I just feel more comfortable with him and his, his floor and ceiling right now. Uh, are you now okay with starting. Marvin Williams in both lineups? We could Absolutely. go up. We could go up. He has played a lot of minutes lately, and I think he's very sneaky. 
if you want to take Marvin Williams out for a little bit more money, Jared Sullinger, um, 6,200 against the Knicks. He has torched the Knicks this year. His minutes are not great, 24, 27, 25, 31, 30, but 34, 25, 41, 25, 28, and 35, 29, 46. I mean, Sullinger is very sneaky at power forward if we want to go off Marvin Williams. Yeah, and it's weird because I almost consider that a godsend because I was doing a lineup for myself and I needed 100 bucks. So I went down from Aaron Gordon to Jared Sullinger on FanDuel at the exact same time as you said his name. So uh, I'll consider that a godsend and and ask you to plug him in. (laughs) All right. So um, that will leave no money. And I think this is a very, very interesting lineup. Kyrie Irving, John Wall, Zach Levine, Chris Middleton, LeBron James, Bojan Bogdanovic, Mirza Teletovic. Jared Sullinger and Alex Len. I'm okay with locking this one. Yeah, that one sounds really good, actually. All right. We move over to DraftKings, where we've got George King of the Hill, Bojan Bogdanovic, Giannis Antetokounmpo, or whatever you call his name, Thaddeus Young, Carl Anthony Towns, D'Angelo Russell, Marvin Williams, and Alex Len. I like everyone there except for Hill, but Hill is. Uh, I just want to look real quick at Kemba defense. Yeah, right in the middle, 13th, you know, right around the middle. Not not great. Let's see. If we took Hill out, we have an extra 100 bucks. Nope. So it would be either Sloan or Hill. Um, Jared Bayless at 4,600. He's an interesting guy. You know, uh, that's, that's another one that's injury dependent. If Michael Carter Williams comes back, then yeah, he's he dead. Kind of becomes, yeah. I but, think he's going to have, like I, said, I, I, I started with, I started uh, my day with trying to, to decide between Hill and Donald Sloan. And I just settled on Hill because of his upside. And, you know, he might be able to get a few steals here and there. You know, those are hard to predict. But another guy that, you know, I don't know if people will be on him again after his performance last night, but if you move down to 4,500, Devin Booker had 43 points last night. He could, yeah, he you know, he, he might be highly owned. He might not be. But if you want to pivot, there's a, that's another guy we could pivot to. Uh, 4,500 point guard, go back to Hill. I, Mm, boy, that is interesting. See, I was thinking of maybe going down to Hazonia and that would get you up to Moutier, who's got a fantastic matchup. I just worry that Augustine's taking Moutier's job. Um, He's been playing very well since the trade and, Moutier's minutes have been down uh, since, which, well, which is another thing. So uh, Augustine's 3,900. Wow. 39 DraftKings points against the Lakers, 23 minutes, 15, 36, 18 minutes. Um, if, you, if we take Hill out and put in Augustine, which I don't think we'll do, but 
just to that would leave us with Rodney, Rodney Hood uh, against Memphis, Kobe Bryant, Evan Turner. Nope, I don't like that as much as Hill. And shooting guard, let's see, is there anyone else if we go a little lower? Wayne Ellington at 3,800. Terrence Ross at 3,800. Josh Richardson is kind of interesting against Philly at 3,600. He's a guy who's gotten 15, 20, 18, 21, 22 fantasy points. One, two, three, four, five. Over the last five, didn't uh, Miami play last night? Played, uh, hurt his finger, but came back in the game. Um, we know if it's a blowout, he'll get run, but that's that's not something we want to depend on. But I do like him if you're, you know, running multiple lineups, 10, 20 lineups. I, I wouldn't mind. Yeah, and it, and, and, and it wouldn't even, I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead, finish. No, that was it. Yeah, and, and, and he wouldn't even get us to, you know, the whole goal if we do that is to get us to a better lineup. So I'm okay with, I just don't know about Booker versus, you know, I, I really worry about that being a blowout and they've got so many guards, but he's getting 30 plus minutes every night. Uh, let me look real quick at... I mean, Bogdanovich is kind of a no-brainer. Booker is a little sneakier. Hazonia is very interesting if Fournier sits. Don't you think? Yeah, I think him and Hill have a – well, I actually think he has a better upside than Hill if Hazonia sits. Wait, you lost me. If 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 um, Fournier sits, I, yeah, I'm sorry. I think Hazonia has a higher ceiling than Hill. Yeah, but they're different positions. Yeah, but we would be able to put Russell point guard and flex it out that way. Oh, let's take a look at that. I didn't think of that. Good. good that's why you're the mauler. <laughs> so if if we go to Russell. And Hazonia. That means at guard we could go fifty five hundred. That would get us Rodney Hood. That's the lowest game of the night, so that's scary. That's the lowest projected score. Yeah, he's been he's been very consistent but had a bad game yeah, last has. game. He has. Um let's see. Uh Hazonia. Now if we go up at shooting guard, where would we want to go up? Gary Harris in that game, uh, yeah. Uh, the only guy I'd be really willing to go up to is Zach Levine, and that would leave 3,800. So if we had Russell and Levine, that means we could stick in Ellington or Ross. Uh, we, uh, we're $100 short of Hazonia, aren't we? Yeah, we're $100 short of Hazonia. Always a hundred dollars short, man. Uh, <laughs> well, you know no, what I, we could do. We like Thaddeus Young, but if we move Marvin to power forward, yeah, and then we pop in Hazonia at guard, and then at forward that would leave us Aaron Gordon. 
I I had him I have him quite a bit. Well, I like that. Yeah, I do too, but I still don't know that I like that lineup better than the Bogdanovich and Hill. Right. Right. I mean, uh, and if you keep if you keep Hill in, you know, you still have the pivot from Hill to Sloan and also to Booker if you really, you know, do a little more research and want to change your mind. So I think that's good as well. All right. Well, this is interesting. If we put Russell Bogdanovich and Hazonia in, that would leave Paul Millsap. That could be fun. Against, against the Lakers. He's been, you know, he's was one of my favorite guys for a while, but he's been a little bit of a, a train wreck some nights, but then he'll come back. You know, listen to this. 47 24 48 24 56 35 28 57 Yeah, I saw that when I was looking him up earlier and it was it was crazy how inconsistent he's been. Yeah, um now, another thing we could do if we stick Thaddeus Young in and take Alex Len out since we have him in the other lineup yeah, that gets us Aaron Gordon, Gortat Conley. You could take out, take out Towns and put Lynn at the center and see what that gets you. Because I think there's other people around Towns' price that have a little more upside. Do you? Oh, All yeah. Right. Lynn, that would get us to Lillard at nine. We'd have nine three left. So, How, mu- how much uh, is Wall on there? Wall, we we just missed Wall by a hundred bucks. Oh, um, and I'm okay not again. having. I'm okay not. You know who's very interesting is Hassan Whiteside at eighty three. If you yeah, put again, White, that's, that's the Philly game, and he he's already comes off the bench, so they get into a blowout. He'll be yeah. coming off the bench and staying on the bench both. <laughs> so we'll stick uh, Towns in. I mean, Lowry, again, Lowry, I think, is interesting against Lillard, but uh, it, that that game could absolutely be a blowout. But, uh, I mean, Lillard, Lowry's just been on fire. 51, 70, 37, 56. Uh, but uh, if we do, hmm. let me check. Yeah, DraftKings one didn't, didn't come together as easy as the FanDuel one. Well, it it's was funny fine at days, first. It was just how we didn't days, love Hill. Some days one comes together real easy, and it's you know it, it differs. Yeah, I I got. Uh, I'm working, working on my own the play lineups right now. For those right, of you listening so, that haven't tried it out, go try own the play. They have live percentages so that can help you out with the other sites that you play at that's the reason i like it all right check this out d'angelo russell zach levine giannis marvin williams alex len bojan bogdanovich carl anthony towns that leaves 6300 which would allow us to have luol deng or jay crowder or kenneth farid Julius Randle. Um, I like I like Deng from that group, especially. I mean, I know, you know, that Philly probably won't keep it close, but the good thing is they play a lot better at home, and 
you know, there's a chance that they could. And if they do, Deng's a great play at 6,000. Yeah, unless Wade sits, though, he doesn't seem to get more than 30 points. You know, right. he, but he, had, he, but he, he had, was he going off. More, he has been getting more rebounds since Boss has been out, though. That that uh, yeah, because he's been playing power forward. Yep, yep. So who do you like better at center? Um, well, you already said you you like Towns more than Horford, uh, and I I don't have a problem with that either. I don't want to go off of Towns. There's okay. no need to go for us to go off of Towns. Um, if we get off of Len. And we go Horford and Towns. That would leave forty six hundred at forward, which would get us PJ Tucker, who has been very interesting for GPPs. Yeah, I don't mind him for GPPs at all. He's uh, you know inconsistent, but that keeps his ownership down. And there are games where he gets to thirty five, forty fantasy points. Yeah, he also has fifteen. Right. Uh, <laughs> Justice Winslow is um, right in that price point. And, uh, but since Joe Johnson came to Miami, I've taken Winslow off my radar because there's no telling how many minutes he's going to get. You know, they as soon as Joe Johnson came to Miami, they plugged him right into the starting lineup. So that takes yeah, just again minutes away from the bench. All right. So last thing I'm going to check is putting Hazonia in. And that gets us to 5,100 at forward, which gets us Tristan Thompson. I do like that. I do, too. Russell Levine, Giannis, Marvin Williams, Al Horford, Mario Hazonia, Tristan Thompson, and Carl Anthony Towns. And then if we find out that Fournier plays, and this way we got Horford and Towns, Right. Um, which, you know, Horford, as good as Len is, Horford's 33, 45, 40, 69, 40, 30, 28, 43, 32, and 40. Um, Jeremy Grant is 49. And if Noel's out against Miami, eh, not really. So do you like the one that we originally had or do you like this? Uh, I'm I'm this. good with either because they both have good flexibility. Like I said, the one with George Hill, if, if we decide we don't want Hill, we can pivot to Sloan or Booker. Um, and then, like you said, this one gives us flexibility too. Both have good upside. Um, I got one both. more thing to look at. I know you poo-pooed him the other night, but uh, Valanciunas is not exactly a defensive stalwart, but you're going to need to have a real center cover him. Mason Plumley is 4,800. If we put Mason Plumley in for Horford, that gets us up to hmm, Derek Favor. We could put Thaddeus Young in. And then upgrade Hazonia to Marcus Smart, Jared Bayless, Gary Harris. Eh. I like I like Gary Harris. I like Gary Harris because he put he almost plays the whole damn game. 
You know, he doesn't put up crazy And he's playing stats, against but, Brooklyn defense. Right, right. And the Brooklyn defense is horrible. So I could, I could see Gary Harris having, a, you know, a record fantasy performance tonight because he gets so many minutes and the game should be close. So D'Angelo Russell, Zach Levine, Giannis, Marvin Williams, Mason Plumley, Gary Harris, Thad Young, and Carl Anthony Towns. Or yeah, or Horford Horford Zonia and Tristan Thompson. I th- no, I think uh, I, I think yeah, I like, I like Horford. The... Yeah, me too. I like, and then if Hazonia doesn't start, we uh, we know who the pivot is. The pivot is to Plumley, Young, and let me uh, put them back in, and Gary Harris. Yeah, I like that. That, that way we have you know a clear pivot if if Fournier does play. All right, and we just got to hope that the Lakers can keep this close. They are at home, and it's yeah. not like the Hawks have been blowing people out. Well, and if they do keep it close, you know, we're in a great position because the reason they'll probably keep it close is D'Angelo Russell. So uh, I really like that idea. All right, so the final for right now is D'Angelo, Zach Levine, uh, who we have in both lineups, so please play well. But I, I, I think it's a good spot for him. Giannis, Marvin Williams, Al Horford, Mario Hazonia, Tristan Thompson, and with Love out, uh, Tristan, his last, you know, he did have a seven, but he, you know, he can give you 31, 36, 40, 40. I mean, he, you know, it's tough to trust him, but this is a GPP. And Carl Anthony Towns, I, I think I think I like it. Yeah, and the thing about Tristan is, you know, Love is out, and like I said, he's going to start at power forward, but he's going to be the backup center. So I'm I'm putting him well over 30 minutes tonight, and even if he doesn't score a point, um, he could make value on just rebounds alone tonight. I believe. Yep, I think so. I think so. And I think that'll do it for today's Run to Daylight podcast. Don't uh, forget that tomorrow I am interviewing the fabulous JM to win at 4 p.m. Um, I would appreciate for such a big interview that anyone who's listening to this podcast would kindly forward the link and retweet uh, because it is a, a really good opportunity for us guys who are new and uh, would be appreciated, as is you listening to this podcast any day. So for the Mauler and me, we hope that one of these nights you're going to win a GPP, and we're hoping that this is our night. Mauler, have a good night. You too, Todd. Thank you.